it meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could die. Concept was so cool. Agent Apocalypse. Concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it. People couldn't believe it. They had to believe it. This is Days of Future Cast, and this podcast is about Age of Apocalypse for a little while. Gary, how how are you right now, man? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I uh, didn't sleep great. Okay. And we're entering into uh, kind of an early uh, warm period for Portland, which I don't care for. I'm not a warm weather fan, uh, so it's a little warm in my apartment. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing okay. We um, tired, sweaty. We bought trees. So at, oh. at some at some point this weekend, I'm going to plant a tree for, not for your tomorrow, but for my tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Stay away from us tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, stay away from my tomorrow. The series that follows age, age of apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's what's been happening in the Greer household. Autumn bought trees from the internet, which I find very strange, but we did it. Yeah. It's so. the fucking future, man. Yeah, I know, man. They it's came a, in a huge, like a FedEx person came and dropped off this long box that had two trees in it. It's fucking weird. <laughs> very bizarre uh i might buy one of those shitty because i have weird windows in this place i might buy one of those garbagey uh air conditioners that you have to like attach with an ugly tube to your window yeah i don't think uh, that's a bad here. thing to do yeah that's a, yeah, would they yeah, let I, you I would they let just, you do that sometimes like uh like uh landlords are like i don't want you fucking up my building or whatever so yeah i gotta send them an email um i i i might do it though just because i got this summer i'm gonna move in the fall but the idea of just hit, sitting through a heat summer, especially under quarantine. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long the quarantine, like Oregon is going to do limited reopening uh, in a week, but it's very limiting, limited. And it's very much based on like, if we get more cases, then we're done. You know, we're, we're going to close back up. It's very much a trial thing. So I'm, I'm anticipating some more quarantine for sure. And uh, I do not want to be stuck inside when it's a thousand degrees and not be able to go see movies with air conditioning and stuff so. yeah yeah we're doing um we're doing limited openings they opened up restaurants um for uh but patio only right now um okay so like you i had to drive through town the other day um and like there were just like restaurants just had hundreds of tables out in front of their like thing under like yeah. these tents and i'm like i don't think that quite <laughs> i think they were expecting yeah. you not to have a lot of these that's the reason that they let you do it but um well, and like the weird thing is like they're opening them up, but I don't want to go. Yeah, like, absolutely. Even if they open them up, I'm like, I don't feel safe doing this. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think it's gonna, you know, at least here, I don't think it's gonna fly. I, I think that they'll, you know, some people will go, but it's not gonna be very much of a thing because like I'm still scared, and uh, you know, still very much don't want to get sick or get anyone else sick. 
Exactly. No. And I mean, and you've been down here to visit me in autumn. You know, me and autumn like to go to restaurants. We like to hang out at the bar and like chill for a while. Like that's, that's kind of what we do when we hang out together. Yeah. And, um, even, you know, like we don't want to go sit outside in a parking lot and do that. Like that's not fun. Yeah. Like, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Not the, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that when uh, I was yeah. 16. Like I've, I know, I know how drinking wine in a parking lot goes down. You get run over by an F three fifty. Like I've been there. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, so yeah, it's a it's still fucking weird times. Yeah, uh, that is how I'm doing. And uh, um, speaking of weird times, let's talk about Wolverine and Jean Grey and Weapon X number one. Hmm. Um. This is uh. This is the continuing of the Wolverine series, mm-hmm. uh, the Larry Hamill Wolverine series with Adam Kubert on art. Uh. One of the things I admire about it is the accurate depiction of Jean Grey's like hanging boob. <laughs> here on the front she's just like, got one that, that, that goes to the, is, goes to the right yeah. man that happens yeah, sometimes that, yeah that totally happens sometimes like like i have suckled upon a boob similar to that like that is that is very similar to how boobs behave i'm gonna need you to you just know? remove the word suckled from your vocabulary for days of future cast my dude. <laughs> I mean, you could just You're say like, saw experience like you could experience a boob more than you could suck I a little on this experience podcast experience is worse man I, dude I, no way no way experienced leave boob. us leave us a review on apple podcast <laughs> which one would you do rather do to a boob yeah. just say experienced or suckled and we will know five stars yeah. only though five stars yeah. Uh, text suckle to uh, <laughs> at plumber duck on twitter yeah. <laughs> um yeah it just it's like oh this is realistic yeah. you know um so uh this larry ham had been doing wolverine forever um he is responsible for a lot of uh, very classic wolverine series and like the whole wolverine monologuing to himself for the entire issue like an action star kind of thing is a larry hammer yeah. Uh, joint. He's the guy who wrote all the old GI Joe comics. Okay. Um, and uh, that is kind of his thing. And this is early uh, Adam Kubert work, uh, who is actually like he, that guy's a huge, a huge name in comics. Um, you know, still kind of a big name when he gets uh gets books now. And I think that like I don't like his face work very much. I like his uh, scenes though, like his middle distance or long distance drawings. I think are pretty good. Yeah, I, there's some stuff in that. Like, this is like kind of mid range. There's some stuff I really like. Uh, I think the composition of some of these shots are really fun. Like the the first page where you see uh, Gene and Logan riding a Sentinel. I think are, is is just really cool looking. Like, yeah, I yeah, think that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, like I, like if you look at the cover, uh, like and we talked about this in the the issue. I think it was X Men Alpha that uh, Wolverine showed up in. Um, like the hair here like his hair he doesn't have a beard he just has more head hair coming out of his chin it's real real nameless king it's yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and he's also got something under his hair like his weird like tattoos or whatever the things above his eyes are like it would be a mask but like that's not a mask his hair is going through it yeah what is what is what is that i don't know he's real muscly and veiny though oh yeah big 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 vein (laughs) energy on this guy yeah this was wolverine at the time yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, this first panel though, you mentioned is really great where they're looking at him on looking at them riding in on these screens that are like shaded different colors. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the stuff. shading has to be because of like mutant recognition, right? Like that's what I put together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this it, is like, it, it's this a is like a captcha. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Please select all the, the squares that have alpha mutants in them. <laughs> Please select all the squares that has square mutants in them. Yeah. Oh, there's more. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> there's Cyclops. Um, it, it's pretty good. I, I like this issue actually. Like I like the way everyone talks in this, um, like the, the bad guys, 
where they're like, this is about, uh, you know, similar to the game of the external one, like this is about kind of the fascism of this world and the low level, like these are just grunts, you know, and they're scared to say how bad this is because they'll get in trouble. You know, we have to tell central, but don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, cause if you do, we'll get in trouble. Yeah. You know, like I like this stuff about the mismanagement. Yeah, me too. Of, uh, of apocalypses. I'm I'm here for middle management vill- villainy, like the all of the um, uh, stuff in the Venture Brothers for um, henchmen, like have always worked oh, really, sure. really really well. Like any any of that stuff, like actually, like it's I think it's a comedy goldmine, and you yeah, see yeah. just a little bit of that here. Like oh, they will send us all to the camps, or worse yet, the recycling vats. Like they're just so fucking terrified of upper management. Yeah, that it's it's very funny to me. Yeah. And and they're freaking out. Like, they're outclassed here, which is also yeah. something that we don't see a lot in this series of, like, the bad guys actually feeling a credible threat. Yes. You know, they're talking about, like, oh, there's a Sentinel, and that's bad enough. But it's being ridden by two alpha mutants. Like, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah. You know? Think of it, like, one guy exclaims, think of the damage they can inflict. <laughs> yeah. It's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, I like this a uh, little bit. I also like this inversion of the Sentinels. Since the humans sent the Sentinels here, like in this world, like Sentinel attacks are like what they have these big gunships set up to defend mm-hmm. against, you know, yeah. from Europe. I think that's cool. And um, so they are flying into the middle of this, like this apocalypse's seawall. And um, it, it it's built to rep- to repel like 10,000 Sentinels, but they're being like, you know, they're going ahead on, like they're not being sneaky, but like they have the agility kind of factor on their side. So yeah. they're kind of going straight in with little, t- like they're, they're not targeting stuff. And then it's revealed that the Sentinel has been programmed um, to deliver them no matter what uh, at all costs to hit damage to the Sentinel. So he just smashes into a thing and they jump off and like, okay, let's party. Let's go after yeah, it. I think, I think this is a great panel. Me I think this, this is really cool with them jumping off, even though I don't like the Sentinel using an exclamation point. Uh, that doesn't feel like a Sentinel move to me. Um, no, dude, these are human Sentinels, right? Like these are, yeah. Age yeah. of Apocalypse Sentinels use punctuation. You should see a Sentinel use a semicolon, dude. Come on. Yes. That shit's fucking nuts. Who gives a fuck about a Sentinel comma? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so they have this, uh, this, these termination amnesties uh, that they have with the human eye council. And the Sentinel mentions that's temporary. Like the human high council is not necessarily playing it straight. Yeah. Out with them. Like they're like, Oh, you know, we agreed to do this. Uh, Jean gray and Wolverine are kind of going back and forth. Um, you know, uh, Jean gray memorized the schematics, uh, so they can get down to what they need to do to steal what they need to steal. Yeah. Uh, while the Sentinel covers them. Uh, but first Wolverine has to fight a tentacle monster slash cyborg thing um yep. a balrog class meta cyborg yeah yep mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, something put together by sinister he's putting together mechanical tentacle monsters yeah yeah uh, for wolverine to have things that he can kill with impunity um and instead of wolverine doing it uh gene just kind of drops in and is like here's a side blast we don't have fucking time for this let's let's ride yeah yeah um yep. So, uh, meanwhile, while all of this is happening, the middle management crew are freaking out and a alpha of their own has been teleported in to help them. Um, and when this kind of like they, they, they play coy with who the alpha is for a little bit. It's very clearly to me, havoc. Like it just looked like havoc. Yeah. I guess like, I don't know, man. Like, I got, I just assumed that it was, and it was, well, you see his powers too. Yeah. Like uh, havoc has a very, uh, you know, distinct power signature. But he's pissed off because, um, like, he had to go through molecular discorporation, and um, and to get here, and it's just one sentinel. He feels like these guys should be able to handle it without him. Yeah, and they say no, no, and it's two alphas. 
you know, so it's actually way worse. And he's like, you didn't send a code red. Like, you know, he's mad at them for not, you know, treating this right. And you just get the sense of this just being a nightmare place to work. Yeah. You live for one year. You can't do anything right. You know, you havoc is there. Some of them are havoc. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it fucking sucks. I've got seven like, bosses, like, Bob. Seven? Seven <laughs> bosses. Seven bosses. And, and they're three all of them are Summers Brothers. Uh, they're all like, Summers Brothers. <laughs> are there Adam X? It's real fucked up. Are there that many Summers Brothers in canon? There is now, Bob. There is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Jean Grey detects him. Like, there's an incredibly powerful presence. Uh, familiar and dangerous. Uh, they called in a heavy hitter, which I don't think of Havoc as that big of a, you know, dude shoots beams. Um, but, uh, you know, so they're continuing to make their way down. Um, they say, like, basically, like, we're going to give them the double whammy, and Jean Grey says, no, you accomplish the mission, I'll hold the line. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a frame here that I don't like, uh, where it looks like Havoc has giant man powers. Yes, where he's standing uh, above something. Yeah, yeah. They they show like tiny Jean Grey like right above him, and then they show like giant havoc. And I was like, oh, he's got size changing abilities. That's fucking weird. Uh, but he's he's uh, teasing him here. You know, uh, my brother Scott is lying, dying to lay eyes on you, or should I say, eye on you? Yes. <laughs> he lost. Nailed eye. it. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> Everybody it. Yep. knows that dude and, only has one eye. Nailed it. Got him. Yep. Got him. Too bad he wasn't here to hear that havoc. <laughs> Um, the, uh, so, uh, you know, and cause Wolverine took, uh, he took Wolverine's hand. Wolverine took his eye. We'll learn about that later. Um, they have a history. Yes. Uh, Wolverine in the meantime is, uh, kind of going deeper into this complex and just scrapping everything in sight. He's just like shredding everything. Um, the whole red and black silhouette in the bottom left hand of this page, I think is really, really cool looking. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, it's weird when they decide that Wolverine has, has like fangs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, yeah. very, it's it's always a very specific. Like it's almost like he goes feral and he has just like 10 percent werewolf in him because he's like, oh, oh, teeth are growing. I'm yep. real mad. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason you know when to like back down from the Scrabble board when his fangs start growing, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gonna turn to a Mister Hyde. You gotta go. Um, the uh, so we cut back to as he's just killing infinites. Uh, this is good action. This is what Wolverine comics were like in the 90s. Yep. Um, we cut back to Havoc uh, just blasting Jean Grey. And he calls her a breeder sow. Yes. Uh, which is pretty fucked up. The implication here is that Jean Grey, like, you know, Wolverine rescued her from, like, a breeding camp. Yeah. You know, so they, they never explicitly say it, but, like, that's pretty fucked up. I don't and know. No, they, of, he specifically says it. Like, it's an escapee yeah, yeah. from the breeding pens. Oh, then, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that they don't explicitly just say, like, right. Oh, well, I know, mean, she call, he calls her a yeah. DNA repository in the, in the panel yeah, after yeah. this. So, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't use the word but it's really really dark it's really you know, and, gross and it, yeah yeah it makes sense for sinister who has always had this like summers and gene gray dna thing and like him being very upset that he lost gene gray as like literally a womb you know real fucked up yeah it's it's uh, it's not great um yeah. luckily uh logan shows up to, to save her from a more havoc talking um, and he is about to go a little crazy on Havoc to get his his own revenge back when uh, Jean Grey grabs him and is like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and, uh, we got what we needed. Yeah, they escape back to their their personal little Sentinel car, their Sentinel Uber, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, your Sentinel is here, is waiting outside. <laughs> Five minutes. Um, you know, they jump on it. It's been prioritizing uh, turbine flights and repair. Uh, thing so it's no longer fighting back um yeah. and they it sees the alpha mutant um you know wolverine's like i know i should have killed havoc and like you know yeah probably 
Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, he was probably correct. Uh, Havoc starts powering up to blast them uh, here. The Sentinel shoots off his hands, which yes. causes Wolverine to go, Wuzzes? Wuzzes? I guess I, I guess Wolverine never saw that '90s um, Avengers Ultron co- cartoon that we did because he would. This is yeah. an Ultron move. <laughs> Still Ultron move. Uh, Alpha class threat neutralized. Uh, shoots the hand. The hand then carries havoc into the teleporter while the other hand presses the button. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so, it's good. so funny. The hand. The, the other sen- hand pushes the button. That's so funny. The Sentinels <laughs> like, and they're flying on their own. They're just little rocket ships. This hand, these hands are great. This Sentinel owns. It's fucking great, like, dude. Oh yeah. man, this is great. Yeah. Uh, I love it so much. Uh, uh, and yeah, like they uh, they they decide to and they take off with riding the Sentinel, like with a bunch of other Sentinels coming in to um, attack this cover place. their escape. Yeah, which yeah. we're gonna see later in Amazing X Men. Like all of this stuff is that gonna happen? Um, yeah, the extraction. Yeah, as much as I kind of like, I kind of like the. I like the idea of this full page spread where we have the weird Sentinel things like all shooting out from the same spot and then riding the Sentinel backwards. Um, some of the yeah. like face work and stuff doesn't really work for me though. No, no, this is before Adam Cooper like learned how to do faces. Like he got better. This guy was still working during like my like more most recent like comics time, you know, which is like 2010, right? But mm-hmm. it's 15 years after that. This is really early work. Yeah, uh, from him. Um. Uh, so from so, here yeah. we we cut over to like apocalypse's uh i guess like inner sanctum where um yeah. he cyclops is given a report and uh they're kind of realizing what has just happened um and on top of all of these things that are happening they realize that sinister has has also escaped and is leaving and has transmitted uh vital information to these two mutants which they're delivering to the human council um, yeah so like a yep. lot of a lot of stuff we kind of already knew that it's just being like oh yeah this is how this character knows this now. Yeah, and that that's kind of like one of the bummers about all these number ones is we're getting a lot of setup and learning stuff we already know. Yeah. You know, and that that's okay. We they eventually diverge more, but this is kind of the weakness of them all starting at the same point. You know, um Cyclops is very loyal. He's like, you know, and he feels very betrayed by Sinister. We're going to learn a lot about that in the next issue we're going to cover. You know, like, hey, we're we're rousing all of his known cronies, scouring the continent. He can't crawl fast enough to escape me. Yes. And Apocalypse is like, no, no, I've taken steps on my own. You don't need to worry that much. Yeah. Um, Cyclops we- starts to ask. He's like, would it be impudent of me to ask? And he's like, yes, it would. Yes. <laughs> That's the easiest way to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cyclops is definitely the guy that says, like, can I ask you a question? And you just say no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, yep. I'm just nope. going to shut down the conversation then. The answer is always no. The answer is always no, Scott. Um, they walk over to, I guess, a different part of this room, um, where Beast is given a report about can, Havoc. Real quick, is, before we go to Beast, can yeah. we camp out on Holocaust sitting like the uh, Maiden in Black from Demon Souls? Sure, yeah. Like Just how, hang, how, hung how, how like, happy-go-lucky Holocaust looks right here? Touch the cost <laughs> like, inside of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like him sitting with his feet dangling is just very funny to me. <laughs> like, okay, Holocaust, hop a squat, buddy. You know, it feels like this character should never sit down. Feels like, uh, um, like this dude would get in a recliner and then like turn sideways and put his feet over, <laughs> like hang his legs <laughs> yeah. over the side. Yeah. yeah, the Holocaust guidance counselor like move is just very good. Um, but yeah, Beast is uh, doing a hollow surgery on a screaming havoc. 
fucking fused with a sentinel hand dude and like this is all in like a weird yellow outline but if you like cross your eyes enough you can really see what's happening and like havoc is not having a good time and yeah yeah fused into a sentinel hand gary why don't we have a whole entire issue about this i want a spinoff of this like havoc got his own spinoff comic called mutant x and i wish it was about sentinel hand havoc like much much more than this uh and apocalypse is like is that a bone saw dr mccoy do whatever you have to do and it's like that's fucked up like uh later abyss, he references us as well yeah so. yeah um abyss is here abyss is like a one-handed mutant huh i wonder who that could be uh yeah. and of course holocaust doesn't really like this and cyclops is uh and i guess i'd never really noticed or they didn't specifically show us the three claws i'll mark over his own eye um so like, i guess they just didn't show us that before he had the thing no, over yeah it. He, he wears a thing over it okay yeah. So yeah, this is our first time seeing that his eye specifically got taken by. Wolverine. Well, I also this is this whole casual Holocaust thing because he's also donkey on him. He's like, as we all know, that's the one that Summers has been keeping an eye out for. Yeah, yeah. And like, man, if you were if you were Cyclops in this world, like everyone get some fucking new material. <laughs> like I, <laughs> this is getting a little old. Like if even Holocaust is dunking on me, this is fucked up. Why does nobody like, ever talk about my micro penis? Why is it always eye stuff? <laughs> It's like, you guys know I only have one ball, right? Like, <laughs> you guys not read my newsletter? Like, fuck. Havoc put uh, my picture of the third nipple that I have. Like, he just put that on Facebook. Yeah. Like, that's a thing and that it's exists. it's not what you expect it. Like, nobody guessed right. Yeah. And there's like 70 pages on that thread. Like, nobody guessed where it is. How are you guys still making fun of my eye? Like, uh, um, Apocalypse shuts down Cyclops from talking about his his hatred of Logan and is like, you know, we need to recover. We need to figure out what's what they're doing here. Like, could they be couriers or or what's you know what's what's happening? Where are they going? Uh, and meanwhile, yeah. I I love this shot that implies that they rode this Sentinel to back to London and just crashed <laughs> it into the <laughs> fucking clock and like it just that's it. That's that's what's happening yep. right now. <laughs> yep, it just parks there like a Planet Hollywood with a with a car. A fake car smashed into it. So fucking good, dude. So great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what if Wolverine's you could go to just... a planet Hollywood and eat inside of a Sentinel body? You know what I'm saying? Like the amazing, boot, dude. Right? <laughs> Which yeah. X-Men themed planet Hollywood actually would be pretty kind of here. Pretty here I, I want an X-Men themed everything. Like I, I went to that Simpsons World uh, theme park and like an X-Men themed theme park would be amazing. God, you know that like, that would that, be, it would yeah. be all of the like the worst X-Men stuff though, right? Like it would be like all evolution themed. <laughs> I would still go. Of course. But yeah. I would like it less. It would be real cool if I could design it though. Like if if you're listening to this, people who uh who have the power to make that thing be, hire us. We'll do it for very cheap. Yeah. To consult absolutely. on such a thing. Mm-hmm. So um so uh they get there, they're checking out London with all these airships and stuff. Uh you know, this is what humanity looks like now. Um, you know, they made out basically for the whole way back. Of course. So, like uh Wolverine is talking about uh you know being in the Weapon X program. Uh, and how he was a killer, um, you know, and he mentions like sometimes I feel like Jean Grey doesn't feel love for me; she feels gratitude, you know, for me saving her. And that's a really human like thing. Like, yeah, maybe this person, you know, it's very easy to confuse different feelings for like genuine affection. Yeah, you know, so I, I like that little beat. Um, we go into the them talking to the Human High Council again: Moyer McTaggart, uh, Brian Braddock, uh, Emma Frost. Yes, here, and they're talking about the information that they got. Um, they're kind of spying on them discussing yeah um because they're not really a part of the conversation and it's it's pretty clear that uh like braddock is 
like extremely aggro about this stuff. Like he is ready to murder everything. Um, And as they're listening to it, like Wolverine's kind of into it of like, yeah, yeah, y'all need to go murder everybody. Like do it. And Jean's like, "Uh, this, this seems like it may be a bad idea. Um, And of course, in the middle of the conversation, somebody like burst through the wall. (laughs) Cause that's what, that's what happens in comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, as they're discussing whether to nuke, uh, you know, America, and this is magma, um, yes. you know, uh, Lord Apocalypse sent a preemptive strike and it seems like he was not presumptive, presumptive yeah. magma um, posing so that you can see both her butt and her boobs at the same time, despite the fact Astro that she's girl. made of magma. What the hell? Yeah. If you're horny for magma, if you want to dip your dick into some magma. This is this is the way. Also, you mentioned um, it, um, but yeah, the last time we recorded, we we talked about that Tumblr, and some several people got back in touch with us and told us it was Escher girls who we were trying to think of. So yeah, yep. I'll Which I'm gonna you. spend a little bit of time browsing. Yeah, uh, be fun. Uh, she starts uh, shooting fire uh, at everybody, and then she gets killed immediately by Wolverine. Wolverine stabs her in the back. Yeah. She's like, "My life is nothing." Uh, this burns Wolverine's arm. He's like, "Nothing, you know, healing factor. We'll take care of this. Like it was worth it." Yes um there and brian Brown's like this proves my point like we have no choice we have to institute project scorched earth uh-oh uh you know that, that's probably not good um and that is going to be taking apocalypse's domain and nuking the hell out of it making a radioactive wasteland can we can we start with like project you know medium rare earth and see how that yeah. goes and then kind of work our way up <laughs> Just, like you know what i'm yeah. saying but there's a lot of different uh phrases you can use other than scorched earth yes yeah uh, for this um the uh so yeah that's the end that's our you know so we know now why they're doing those evacuations you know uh, why they send all those sentinels is because they're planning to nuke the country yeah we have multiple like ticking clocks mm-hmm. uh, going on and the weapon x uh, thing is going to be primarily dealing with that yes uh and and this is all very cool like i i, I like this a lot um i it, while i was reading it i was like okay like this it makes i like the way that they are it's obvious but you know they're setting up scott and, and wolverine and g gray as like that classic fucking uh love triangle and i'm kind of here for it like i'm i'm into yeah it. yeah i i like i like this comic i have a weakness for 90s wolverine stuff i read a bit of that and just him doing die hard narration while he does everything like that is a very specific mood uh and you could like it's a weird thing because at the time i read a little bit of it and i liked wolverine as a teen and then i had a huge backlash against wolverine and then when i got back into comics and you know got into some of the movies and read some of the comics where people wrote him better i kind of like backported some affection for him mm-hmm. where like i allow myself to like him now that he's not as like oversaturated and like reading him as part of this line where it's just one you know ninth of the comics like it seems appropriate to me like yeah. I, I like him being in this, you know, and also Larry Hama is is for this era an above average writer. Yes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, for what he does, it is absolutely mach- like there are people for whom this will just be macho trash. Uh, but if you have any tolerance for macho trash, it is good macho trash. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah, good stuff. It. I'm in, I'm into yeah. it so far. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, thank you to the patrons over at patreoncom slash TV uh, for keeping the network going. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, we've had some recent ratings and reviews and we very much thank you for all of those. We super appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support the show, the best way to do it is at the aforementioned Patreon or leaving reviews or telling your friends about the podcast that can help out quite a bit. Um, it's, it's really appreciated to, to every single person who is, who has supported the show. We, we love you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, we'll be yeah. back in a few days with factor X. Yeah.